0: Richard gear on the fire escape, Comet and Queen Latifah with that basketball, Renee Zellweger saying you had me at hello. Those are just a few of my favorite fairy tale endings. On today's case, Ms. Bauer says that her whole life she waited to find the man that would sweep her off her feet. Well, three years ago her dreams finally came true when she met Mr. Davis. But she says her fairy tale romance was short lived when she realized Mr. Davis was anything but Prince Charming. Let's hear their case.
1: Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Bauer versus Davis.
0: Thank you very much. Ms. Bauer, Mr. Davis. Ms. Bauer, you have come to court in a last-ditch effort to save your relationship. You say the defendant can choose you or his man-child behavior today, but he cannot have both. Yes, Your Honor. And Mr. Davis... You say that no matter what you do, you can't seem to make Miss Bauer happy. And in return, you are not happy in this relationship. You admit you are at your wit's end with Miss Bauer and need resolution for this relationship to last. Yes, Your Honor. Okay. I see that these are two people who clearly love each other, so we're going to be solution-oriented, walking in the door. We are not just looking for what the problem is, we are looking for some resolution and some solutions, okay? Okay. Tell me, Ms. Bauer, why are we here today?
2: I just feel like after we got engaged, everything's been downhill from there. No matter what we do, we're stuck in this weird limbo. And we've moved pretty far from, like, our first original problems, but we put a Band-Aid over a gaping, bleeding wound.
0: Let me hear what uh, Mr. Davis thinks about this gaping, bleeding wound. What do you say, sir?
1: Uh, well, Your Honor, we, uh, we've had our issues in the past, obviously. Um... But I think we've both worked really hard in moving forward and just improving ourselves. I just unfortunately feel that I'm kind of still paying for my mistakes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, no matter how far we've come.
0: So take me back to happier times because, Ms. Bauer, you said that you thought he was the one. Mm -hmm. Tell me how you
2: met. Well, we we were in each other's training class at work. Okay. I like the way he tells the story better because I kind of come off as a cold-hearted B-word, and um, I. Well, you know what? <laughs> they can't call you a cold-hearted B-word unless you act like a cold-hearted B-word. I kind of so... did, to be honest. You know, we ended up sheltering in place during quarantine together, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until he brought up, you know, you're free to see other people, and I'm, I, I'll go see other people, that I was like, no. You're mine. I, I, I don't want you to see other people. Oh, that's not a cold-hearted <laughs> bee. That's, that's, but I didn't even realize. That's a your claim, okay? <laughs> yeah. And so we, we sheltered in place together, basically, all of quarantine. And the problems really started when we went back to work. I'm going to ask Mr. Davis. Mr.
0: Davis, sheltering in place during the pandemic, those first couple of years. Some couples got really, really close. I can legitimately tell you that my husband and I felt more in love during that time. We found out we had so much more in common than Mm -hmm. even we knew. But some couples didn't do as well. Some couples, they realized, you know what? I like when you get up and go to work because I don't want you in my space all day long. Right. What about your experience?
1: When we first started the shelter-in-place, she, uh... You know, we started hanging out and spending more time together and we realized that we had a lot in common and we really enjoyed spending our time together, so... And you matched? Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, ma'am.
2: Okay, how'd it go so wrong, Ms. Bauer? (sighs) Well, when we went back to work, I loved my job and he didn't. And we worked different shifts and... Did you all do the same job, just different shifts? Same job, different shift. And so eventually, you know, since we were on different shifts... Uh, we didn't see much of each other during the week and we ended up coining it Friday night fight night because at the end of the week we would come home and just explode at each other about our different of opinion of like how we felt about work.
0: But who cares? I don't understand that. You like the job, he didn't like the
2: job? Usually that means send the one that don't like the job go get a new job. What's the problem? I felt almost insulted like that... You know, he he was like, "Don't you feel the same way?" And I ah, I felt- this sounds like Democrats and Republicans in the Kinda. last election, <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
0: because you're having a wonderful experience under the present administration, and your partner just thinks that the present administration is crooked, sleazy, and shouldn't even be in business. Correct? Yes. Ah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, so that seems solvable. By you all learning to talk to each other, why wasn't yours solvable, Mr. Davis?
1: Well, I think I just had a lot of stress that was uh, was coming from a lot of different places. Work being the biggest factor, it was just a lot of uh, a lot of pressure on us. Do you um, think
0: you were taking it out partially on Ms. Bauer?
1: Well, I don't feel that I was taking it out on her. I know she feels that way. For me personally, I think I was venting, ah. uh, which I think you know is good to do in a relationship and. She, a lot of times, would take it as a personal insult if I didn't feel that, you know, if I didn't agree with her point of view on things, you know, and I would make my disappointment or my stress known, mm-hmm. um, she would kind of take it as she as me calling her wrong.
0: So I'm still trying to figure out what was the difference of opinion that would cause you all to put your own relationship in jeopardy. For instance, there's some, like, universal truths in every relationship, okay? Do you have universal truths in your relationship? Are there just some things that you agree on? And as a human being, your own value system says, I can't compromise.
2: Ms. Bauer? I, I think we agree on most big things in the relationship. I think we have the same ideals, the same wants and needs, and now that we're not working at the same company, it's so much better. Okay, so, <laughs> so I'm about to tap my nose saying, well, what's the problem? Because if you
0: have the same core values, you believe in integrity, mm-hmm. you believe in honesty,
2: mm-hmm. you, the, right? you believe problem, in giving back to other people. The problem is, I view the silent treatment as a small form of, you know, abuse. And he used to give me the silent treatment when he was upset, and he likes to say I'm very hyper-attuned to any mood change of his, and I am. I know that he's lying when he says he's fine. He's not fine, and I wanna know why, and I don't understand why we can't just talk it out. There was days where he'd go hours without talking to me. Then later in the day, he would come up to me and like try to like, touch me and get upset that I wouldn't wanna you know, be romantic with him, But it's like, why would I wanna be romantic with you if you've been mean to me all day? But wait a minute, Mr. Davis,
0: something's telling me you all speak different love languages.
1: I'm an emotional person, Your Honor. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I can be sensitive at times, I acknowledge that.
2: It's one thing to, you know, need a minute, and it's another thing to lie and say, I'm fine. Like, when we went to the Bahamas, he made me feel so bad about myself so many times during that trip. If there's ever a time to treat someone well, it's when you're going to ask to marry them. Promotional consideration
0: provided by... Divorce Court will be right back. I'm trying to ascertain what your love language is. You need... Ms. Bauer, just in the couple of minutes that we've known each other, you need words of affirmation. You need to hear... I love you. I'm here for you. I got your back. This is what's going on with me.
2: And also show me.
0: Ah, uh, you need acts of service.
2: Acts of service, for sure. I, it's, it's one thing to say, yeah, I'll take care of it, but then it never gets taken care of. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Talk to me, Mr. Davis. Is Ms.
0: Bauer's perception correct in terms of your communication style?
1: I'm an emotional person, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I can be sensitive at times. I acknowledge that. Um, a lot of times I will overreact. I will feel, you know, a certain way about something that, uh, might very well change within a matter of minutes. You know, if I'm silent or if I ignore how I'm feeling about something, then it will change if we just can move past it.
0: So you need to work things out in your head and in your heart before you can express
1: Yes, them. Your Honor, very much so.
0: Okay. You do know, Ms. Bauer, that's not an uncommon way for some people to work out stuff. You're not hearing that from him.
2: It's one thing to, you know, need a minute, and it's another thing to lie and say, I'm fine. I'm ah. not fine. Like, when we went to the Bahamas, as soon as we got there, there was problems. Before we even got How there... How can you have a problem in the Bahamas? <laughs> it's my favorite place. Now, what in the world? We had a layover, and, you know, he wanted to go outside to get some air, and I, I was like, we only have an hour. We didn't have to leave security and come back, and he just got in a terrible mood. And as soon as we got to the Bahamas, his bag split open and he was in such a bad mood that he, went, he was just throwing things around. You know, now looking back, I kind of understand the ring was in the bag. So I get why he might have been like irate about it. But we just got to the Bahamas. So did something happen to the ring? I got
0: to find this out. Mr. Davis, what the heck happened going to the Bahamas? Because so- this sounds like a cool setup.
1: Yes, Your Honor. So, I will admit I'm not great with traveling. It definitely does uh, wear my nerves. Um, So, I was stressed during that time. Um, It was a long trip. We were tired. And every moment that it took to get there was, you know, it was making it more difficult. When we actually got to the airport and we got to the bag carousel, my bag was ripped open. Which I think, you know, anybody would have been upset about that.
0: So, you saw that your bag had been damaged in the transit, is that yes, is Honor. that what it is? Yes, as soon and as... you knew you had put the ring in there. Yes, Your Honor. Oh, I would have been flip city also. Yeah,
1: she. I don't think she was aware of that at the time, but mm-hmm. I. I knew the ring was in there. I thought, you know, if there was any chance that it had gotten lost, that would have really ruined our entire vacation, at least in my mind.
0: But thank goodness the ring was not was there, and right. it was just the bag that was damaged.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. Oh. So.
2: Okay, take, crisis take me. <laughs> But crisis averted, what happened? One night we had this romantic dinner and I can drink white wine all day and be fine. If I have half a bottle of red wine, I'm drunk. Okay. And we had a bottle of red wine by the beach, candlelit dinner. Sounding good so far. I don't know what on earth happened, but he started giving me the attitude again. And I was so sensitive to at that point that I I just exploded. I just exploded and I said, you know... I. (laughs) I think what I said was, look at me, I'm a goddess. I take care of my hair, my body, my skin. And I can't believe I let you make me feel anything less than a goddess. Because he made me feel so bad about myself so many times during that trip. And if there's ever a time to treat someone, you know, well, it's when you're going to ask to marry
1: them. Obviously, you know, I did propose.
2: There's a video. So the video is of the that initial proposal and then it jump cuts to me moving out. Why would you do that? Other people, they have connected to the video as well. Loose goat don't
0: know what tied goat feel. You know what that is? That's asking a whole bunch of single women what you're supposed to do when you're trying to be married. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Ms. Show, watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Mr. Davis, how did something that started off with such promise go so partly wrong? Um,
1: you know, I... I I think we both um, have a lot of underlying issues emotionally, you know, little things that tend to build up over time and then it becomes, you know, an explosion. Uh, You know, I'm working really hard, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and and obviously, you know, I did propose and and she still accepted. um, You know, I think she was very happy about the proposal and the way it went and everything. Um, I think generally we have a really good relationship It's just small, small petty differences that tend to... But
0: I understand the proposal... Wait a minute.
2: There's a video. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I submitted a video, Your Honor.
2: Because I want to see. And I I think they got a video from me, too. (laughs) I want to see what videos that we're talking about. So the video is of the initial proposal, and then it jump cuts to me moving out. On one of the social media platforms, I made a a video about how quickly things can go wrong. Ms. Bauer, why would you do that? It's my creative outlet. It's the only really outlet I have. Uh, I've been making videos since I was a kid and it's really the way I get my emotions out. And I have a pretty decent following, so, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. You know, other people <clears throat> really felt they were connected to the video as well, saying, like, I've been there, I understand this feeling. And
0: but, Ms. Bauer,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm talking... Woman to woman right now. It's interesting that you were going to the Bahamas. One of my favorite Bahamian sayings is, loose goat don't know what tied goat feel. You know what that is? That's asking a whole bunch of single women what you're supposed to do when you're trying to be married.
2: Well, what you're trying to do when you want to be married, we can talk about how he didn't do the one thing I asked him to do before what proposing to What did you me. want them to do? I wanted him to call my dad and talk to him. Never met him. Anything. And... I remember he said, the more you bug me to do it, the less I want to. That
0: sounds like you don't want to be married. Because if you know this is something that is important to her, tell me, Mr. Davis, why wouldn't you call? And you know what? You have every right to say you were hesitant. But this is the time to say it.
1: I I was hesitant. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Your Honor, I feel that if somebody is asking you to do something, like if you say, I want you to buy me a bouquet of flowers... It's definitely not as special as if I just came and bought you a bouquet of flowers myself without having to be prompted. Then
2: buy me the bouquet of flowers.
1: It it takes something special and turns it into more of a chore.
0: Have Um, you um, been in contact with her father since the proposal gone
2: wrong? No, Your Honor. I feel like it's the day-to-day little thing. What do you need to see? I want him to maybe go out with me sometimes and not make me feel bad if I get drunk. I, you know, he, he says bars are the worst place in the world and that, you know, when I come home, he gets mad at me if I've been drunk. I'm like, then come with me. Ms. Bauer, I- do you actually think
0: this is the right man for you? <sighs> I mean, I, I came into this saying, let's fix it. Let's figure out what we needed to do. It could, it could but be- y'all
2: don't have enough in common. That's to be thing. boyfriend
0: and girlfriend, go on but she has to get married.
2: Me. Go on a hike with me, you know... Do you like to hike? No. Okay. Not
1: as much as she does, yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> What's another... See, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> he's, he's gone on one hike with me, and he, he said does never it, again. That's not
0: what he likes to do, Ms. Bauer. Next, what else do you like? Do you like to go to the club? Karaoke. Karaoke. Even just karaoke. Do you like karaoke? No, Your Honor. Next, <laughs> what else you like? Crappy rom-com
2: movies.
0: Okay. (laughs) Crappy rom-com? I know. I don't even know why I turned over there to look at you, okay? (laughs) Chris Rock once said, Crackhead like crackheads. Do you know what that means? (laughs) Is people usually find their soulmate. I don't know how. (laughs) But that makes so much sense right now. (laughs) You are such a fantastic individual... You like rom-coms and to go out and get a little party on and, in, a, in a respectful and fun kind of goofy way. And, and you like karaoke and hiking. And there's nothing wrong with that. Trust me. There is a karaoke singing hiker who likes to get a little tipsy out there. Why are you settling for somebody that does not want that? And by the way, there's zero wrong with what you like. Zero. What's the favorite thing that you like to do, Mr. Davis? What would you like to do?
1: I, well, I, I like to consider myself a creative person. I like to cook. I love to bake. But I also feel that, you know, relationships can be fundamentally based on things that, are, that go beyond having the same likes.
0: Is that enough to build a relationship on?
1: I would say in most situations it could be.
0: If the two people are interested in doing it. Correct. Ms. Bauer, you came to court today because you said your now ex-fiance isn't showing you that he's ready for the next step. You're right, because the two of you need to learn how to communicate and have reasonable expectations. Mr. Davis, you say you've made some changes, but you fear nothing will ever be good enough for Ms. Bauer. Ms. Bauer, if you want this man, if the core values of that relationship that you've been building are enough to make this relationship work for the long run, then you're going to have to find compromise. You're going to need to learn to speak to each other in loving terms. How about at the end of every sentence, babe, honey, love, sweetheart. Just throw it out in a way that lets your partner know you care about them. Listen, I am not an expert on all of this. But I know if I had somebody that loved me and took care of me and that I could depend on, I'd find a way to compromise. Because to have somebody with the right core values, the right integrity, the right amount of honesty, I'd even pick up a cookbook. I'd even go on a hike. So
2: you're gonna go on a hike with me?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think that one will. Yeah,
2: I think we have a good chance. Okay,
0: teachable mm-hmm. moment today on Divorce Court. Let
1: me tell you, it's all about the buildup. They let things build up. They never cut it in the beginning.
0: You do not want something to fester and grow. Right, they have far too much in common to let little petty stuff break
2: them apart. I'll tell you what though, I had to side with him with the whole phone call to dad. If you never met the man, If I'm a father, do you think I want to get a phone call from some dude I never met?
0: It's time for them to uh, step a little bit back into the 1800s if there's a problem. Absolutely. I like them together, though.
2: I do.
1: Let's go.
0: Made in Georgia.